Be following Willie more and more. Back in the NRL. As Willie Mays. That's forgotten how big Willie actually is. Perhaps the presence of Willie and the Panthers looking at his imposing frame. I'm a 25 minute man. Plus. Oh, you got skills, son. Uppercut right hand by Big Willie. Too fancy for you. Welcome to episode number 25 of The Take with Willie and Ian. William, we're brought to you by bettingsite.com.au. The sun's shining, the birds are singing. Good recovery, good recovery. Come on, betting site. It's, uh, it's actually not that sunny, is it? It's it was freezing awful. cold. Yesterday was awful. awful. Yeah, it's been it was terrible. Cold today, so hopefully the rest of the week is... Um, That'd be all right, but you've got you're you're suited you're suited up for the for the cold right now, are you? Yeah, I am. I don't know is if it? you know. What is it? It's well, it's an hoodie, William, and it's very warm. It's got little. It's like a blanket, but it's also a hoodie. So I think that's why they call it an hoodie because it's a hoodie. You have pants on. I never have pants on on Wednesday night. Will you know that? This is <laughs> pants free Wednesday. Well, since yeah, we started right. zooming, even before we started zooming, everyone was sitting at the desk back at the studio, no pants. Unbelievable. I've I'm got, moved as well. I've got nothing I need to on air it. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> uh, how's your week been, mate? Oh, pretty cruisy, mate. I mean, just make it. I'm, I'm just trying to be healthy. Eating good, training good. You know, I suppose if, if I'm pretty much programmed in, what I'm thinking nothing's really going to clear till about October, November. So just trying to stay healthy and train a fair bit. It's a good, good time to sort of focus in on something. So got any goals out there most people if you've got goals you want to get fit a lot of things out there you don't have to sit at home and feel sorry for yourself because we are all going through this shit not just yourself shout out to all the kids doing their hsc too it's uh it's tough times man you know they've got to do they've got to do their their hsc via via zoom imagine doing that you know what i mean so um i'd be i'd be cheating I'd 100% be cheating. I don't know how they're I, stopping I, that, but I would have every single... Book, I don't know, I don't know how they're going to police that. But yeah, the, the HSC students, I'm not sure. You know, they're going to get through. I mean, just put your, put your, um, you know, your feet in their shoes. That's the most important thing in their life at the moment. And they have to do it like this. So good luck, guys. They'll work out how to cheat. Good on them. The future's in good hands. I'll tell you what, Will, actually. We, Toronto High. Speaking of... Toronto High. <laughs> speaking of, uh, of being outdoors... Um, I'm actually going to give you a wrap here, but we've been doing a little bit of work just with my little bloke, just to try and get him out of the house. And you've been so good with him and he's, he's learning so much, but you know, you move still like you were playing football. Like we're throwing balls and I'm helping running drills with you. And mate, you, the way you're moving, I'm going, this bloke could still play. And then <laughs> Finn, Finn's gone back and had a look at some of the things that uncle Willie's been, you know, back at the the highlights and, Mate, yeah. you were so – I forget. I forget how good you were. Anyone who's out there, if you've got nothing to do and you don't, go back and have a look on you YouTube yeah. as some of these blokes' highlights because they are just phenomenal. It's – honestly, that's yeah, that's the nicest mate. thing. Thanks, yeah, mate. You're a good – I appreciate that. No. Finn's a good kid. He's a pleasure to coach. He's a good kid. Obviously, got a good father and um, he's willing to learn. It's unbelievable. For a 12-year-old, it's great. So I'll be looking yeah. forward to his progress every week. He's improving. I love it. Yeah, no, he's going all right. He'll be better than me, which isn't hard. But uh, now, speaking of things that uh, that people probably need to do in terms of lockdown and COVID, I'll tell you what you don't need to do when you're an NRL player. You don't need to breach COVID rules. You don't need to have 
meetings with ladies in toilets. You don't need to bring the game into any more disrepute than it is already finding itself in. Josh Dugan, and look, to be fair to Josh Dugan, this isn't really an NRL thing because he's not in no. the bubble. He's not, he's not, you know, he's not playing for Cronulla at the moment. He, he wasn't taken away with them in their top squad. So he's up there. Um, so this is more, the Dugan thing's more of a, um, well, he's just, just a, a government citizen doing, yeah. yeah, he's doing, he's done something stupid. I don't think you can really relate that to NRL, but Adam Elliott from the Bulldogs, he's dragged himself and his club through the mud again. I know you're pretty close with the Bulldogs, mate. It's, it must be frustrating. It is. I don't know really what to say. I'm not sure what rules he's broken. I mean, they're in this, in, they're in the restaurant. I don't really know what happened. Like they caught the toilet kissing or whatever you want to call it. Um, so I'm not sure what, what, what protocols he's broken. Do you, do you know? All I know is just like, obviously people, how they put it out, clickbait, Adam Elliott breaks rules. Did he breach protocol rules? Did he breach the COVID rules? Or did he just morally do the wrong thing? Look, it's funny. Or was he, or was he, or was he carrying on like a pork chop piss and got kicked out? That's what it seemed like. I'm not I, sure. The, the thing that I'm finding strange about this whole thing is that you get told that, you know, the NRL is in a bubble and they're this and that, but apparently at this venue, yeah. all of the players and, and their wives and whatever were at this venue, you know, at a restaurant having dinner and drinks or whatever. But how is that part of the bubble? Like if it was just the people in the bubble, then you'd understand. You go, oh, well, they've shut a pub down or whatever and they've gone in yeah. and they've had a drink and they've had a family function and it's just the same group of people. But obviously... With, Obviously, um, it's a lot. It's a lot more than what they got in trouble for. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't. You don't. This is this is bigger than just going in the toilet and getting busted for a kiss. It's just the cover up of some other shit. That's all it is. And the worst thing with with Adam Elliott, like he should be just a clean skin for the rest of the year. If I was him, what happened? Whatever happened in the start of the year, I just would not have done anything wrong all year. Because soon as you do, they bring up all your past. And that's yeah. exactly what's happening now. So he hasn't, I'm not sure what he's done wrong. He was, he was intoxicated and he was in the toilet with a woman. Man, you fuck what he does. Do you know what I mean? But it gives the media an excuse to bring out what happened on the piss, the Mad Mondays, and everyone, everyone's sort of forgetting about that now that it's on top of everyone's head again. Do you know what I mean? So it's not a smart move. Not a very Jesus. smart move from that kid at all. They've started Mad Monday early, eh? They've popped the court three give, weeks early. You just don't give the media an excuse. And he has now, and he's not in the driver's seat at the moment because they've underachieved, and he's probably underachieved this year as a player. And yeah, I know what Gus Gould's like. That broom's yeah. coming through. That, that broom is coming through. And if they have an excuse to sack people and save money on the cap, and he might be the fall man. Because I know, I mean, I think Arthur Laundy come out and said, you know, he needs to get off the piss, he's got alcohol problems, all this kind of stuff, do all the right things. Saying all the right things, you know, like you can say sorry. You're only saying sorry because you got caught. I always say that. Otherwise, you wouldn't give a fuck. You wouldn't care. You just got away with it. So Arthur I just think, Laundy. Um, you know, Arthur Laundy's a sponsor. But yeah. at the end of the day, the chairmen, the CEOs, and the GM, Gus, coach, they'll make the decision. Arthur Laundy won't be making decisions. Mate, all he has to do is ban him from all laundry venues and he'd never be able to drink in New South Wales again because he owns yeah. virtually every pub in the joint. So he just, just has to drink it home. I just, I just want to know what, what rules he broke. 
because yeah, you know, no. like they're at a restaurant and they're, that's included in the bubble. You know, you, it's, you're, it's, you're it's, in the toilet with a bird, and you, know, you go to the Brascos for a couple of reasons. Two, but I, well, it's three if you can't actually go to the toilet. But um, yeah. uh, look, I, I feel like someone's someone's it's it stinks to me. This has leaked somewhere, so it's been reported to the integrity unit. Surely, yeah. surely the Bulldogs haven't reported a bloke having a bit of how you're going in a in a shitter with. I don't no. know. It's you'd hope not. Look, unless, he's on the, unless he's on the outer with the group, yeah. And you know what I mean. And that could possibly be true because of what had mm. previously happened in the preseason. Someone could just be in for him, and then shit like that happens. You know, if they were a tight knit group, that shit doesn't get out because yeah. I don't think he's broken any rules. You know, like, and I think if if it was just strictly the players and they and they knew what was going on, they've told. That's it. Simple. You know, or, or unless he's carried on. And the publican's gone. He's he's done X, Y, and Z in the toilet. Something needs to happen. That there's only a few. There's only a few scenarios that could happen in this place. You know, you know what I mean. And we and I think we just said them all. So yeah. it's just it's just a it's a schoolboy move, especially in the position that the bulldogs are bulldogs are in. Whole new regime coming in next year. Gus Gould mainly, and he's looking to get all the dead wood out. And that you're giving him an excuse. And, and also, think- if you think about the Bulldogs next year in terms of the players that they've bought, they've got Hetherington, Vaughan, Pangai Jr. For Taylor Mariner has been injured. He's coming back. Then you've got Adam Elliott. You've got Luke Josh Thompson. Jackson. You've got Josh Jackson. You've got a, a pretty handy looking – like there's going to be competition for spots. So I don't know. Maybe Elliott is on the outer. But, um, you know, it's, you, it's just, you, it's you just generally – I mean, especially, especially in the position that the Bulldogs are in, you're coming last. You were coming last, you know. Can you not wait a couple more weeks and then just like wait till you get home and then just can go ballistic? They deserve it. Yeah. I don't care what if you're coming first or last. What these players have gone through in the last eighteen months, they deserve it. I don't care. You go home and do what you want, but just wait on two weeks. You're going to get the spoon. It's the most embarrassing shit you've ever got. You know what I mean? Like, can you not wait two weeks to carry on? Get home. You know, you you put the whole bull, bulldogs in the in the in the news for the wrong reasons again. It's not good. It's not good. And this could they could turn this into some big news. Well, we were I feel sorry for it. Millie Boyle. Like Millie, I feel sorry for Millie Boyle. Yeah, she's she getting dragged, you know. She's getting dragged through there. She goes, it was a kiss. I don't give a shit what they say. I don't care. You get to- caught in the toilets. People are going to make their own mind up. Yeah. Yeah. I, look, I feel to go sorry to for her for getting dragged through. I do. I feel sorry for her. She doesn't deserve that. But you know what? Yeah. It, it is what it is. I think um, we were talking about it before and just saying, I guess, you know, it feels a little bit like at the moment, sport is basically the only outlet that a lot of people... So there's lockdowns all over the place. So, you know, for yeah. AFL players in, in, in Melbourne and for, for rugby league or rugby union in the northern states, it's basically the only outlet people have got, you know, yeah. in terms of trying to keep them. So it's got to a point now where people are almost... It's like the Coliseum in Rome where all these people are there and throw them to the lions and everybody's everyone's forgetting that these are athletes and they're these people guys and they're away beings. from their family. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're in the exact same circumstances as everyone else, but they get to play what they love. And so people just forget about the, the, the human part of it. They just think you play, you entertain us and that's it. You're not a person. You're not anything. They forget about that. They follow you on Instagram. They think they know you. They don't know anyone. Do you know what I mean? Like they, don't, they don't know the person personally. You know what I mean? Any individual. And, and that's that's the sort of um, attitude everybody has now for, for athletes. Get out, entertain us every weekend, and shut up and go back to your hotel. 
you train, you do that, and all this kind of stuff, you're still getting paid. That's all most people think. Still getting paid, do something that you love, blah, 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 get out there and do it, and then act accordingly. I get it. They should, they should do that. But these guys are human beings, and they make mistakes. So people need to understand that. They're not just these gladiators that go out there, entertain you, go, yes, sir, no, sir, go back into their little hole, and then just come out and entertain you again. You know, like these guys are humans. They make mistakes. You know, they got their they're stuck in they're stuck in this little bubble. This and this um, COVID bubble as well. These guys they want to bust loose and go crazy. Imagine what they're feeling like. You know, they are humans, but they should act accordingly. They are role models. They're in a privileged position, and they should understand that and really take onus of that position and go. Look, I'm very lucky compared to every compared to ninety percent of this nation at the moment. I yeah. get to do something I love. So they need to take more responsibility. And, you know, you are privileged. You get to do something that you love. Your, your paycheck is still coming in every month. So just, you know, it's bigger than the game. What you're doing it's funny. The so they just it's... need to understand that. And I don't know how long, that, you know, for only two more weeks, hopefully just keep your shit together. Oh, they will now. Like it's, but but uh, the, the other thing, I guess, that, that's happened in the last little while is that Curtis Scott um, got sacked by the Raiders for... Uh, um, you know, he's, he's had a night, another nightclub incident and he's another bloke that's got fair, you know, he's got a fair rap sheet and he, and as is a good thing, you know, things get reported in the media and then blokes have got the ability now to come out on their own social media, whether it's Twitter or Instagram or TikTok or whatever. Um, and then they say their side of the story and Curtis Scott sort of half by blowing up about getting sacked by the Raiders and saying that they're looting. But ultimately, Will, what's he saying? Is, what's he saying? Oh, he's saying that they've leaked stories about him having a fight with John Bateman and blah, 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 and how come they've released it now and they're just trying to reason why they've been sacking. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe they are, but at the, at the end of the day, these things happen. You did punch a bloke in a nightclub. You did, you know, and, and I think Curtis Scott is a wonderful footballer um, and he will pick up another club. But at the end of the day, he's getting towards that last chance saloon where you've got to make yourself better in public if you want to have all of the, trappings that go with being a footballer and to be and to have accountability that's what a lot of clubs want to see that's what your coaches want to see that's what sponsors want to see like just say you can't come out and say they've leaked it like it's been done yeah they've already they've already known that they're trying to get some they're trying to make themselves look better by saying this is the reason why we have have sacked him he's x y and z but it did happen so just cop it yeah you know they stuck they stuck by with that with the other incident in centennial park with the police and everything like that. And I think, you know, some, some kids just need a fresh start. I think he just yeah. needs a fresh start. And he, he's, he's got a lot of talent and he's a good kid. He just needs to just get on the straight and narrow and just start concentrating on football. And, you know, people don't understand this kid's been through a lot of injuries as well. You know, like, you don't know what these kids happen. You know, all, all we see is the finished product and we watch them play on Sunday and we watch them perform. And then the injuries, and, you know, imagine right now getting an injury, an injury, you know, like it's just, you know, you, you can easily slide. You can get out, you can get out of hand, you know, and it's the, and it's the company you keep. You know, yeah. I mean, just t- tighten that shit up, kids. You know, like they just got to get out there and just have, have the people around you that want you to do good. You know what I mean? So he's, he's got a lot of talent, man. I think he will get another club. He but probably he will. To, he just, he just needs to just take some accountability clean slate, get out of Canberra. Obviously, there's been a lot of shit that's been down there and they've got a lot of stuff on him. And, you know, and just get out of there and start a new... You know, he's still young. Start a new club. Get to the dogs. We need a right centre. And you know what, Will? Some blokes just shouldn't drink. Like, it's not a it's not a rugby league thing. It's just... Yeah. 
there are some blokes that genuinely just should not go near alcohol because it does them no favours. Um, you're one of those blokes. You're a shocker on the piss. But <laughs> um, one thing, well, I mean, what he might do, because they're talking about the NRL expansion now and they're talking about, I guess, having, um, you know, the, the new Brisbane sides that they're coming down to the wire now in terms of who's going to be there. Maybe Kurt Scott could sign with that side. But there's three main contenders for this uh, for this license. The Brisbane Jets, which I think is the Ipswich, isn't it? You were saying? Yeah, Ipswich, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then you've got the Brisbane Firehawks, whoever they are. And then you've got the Redcliffe Dolphins, who are, are Where are the Firehawks? I think, I think they're the mixture one. I don't know. I, I haven't Weird. paid much attention to it. But anyway, regardless of what the team's called, is your understanding or is your hope that Wayne Bennett is going to be coaching that side? Because that's, that's what I hear. That's what I hear. I mean, like, you know, rumours are rumours. But, um, yeah, I heard he's, he's you know, that's, that's, that'll be his next team. And I'm thinking it might be the, the Ipswich one. So if I was, if I wanted, just say if I was the Landys and I wanted a new team in, I want Wayne Bennett to be the coach because I still want him in the game because he's Wayne 100%. Bennett. You know what I mean? They've got great infrastructure out there at, at Ipswich. I think if you look at Brisbane and how it's, how it's growing in the last five years out there, there's highways out to Ipswich. Um, you know, it's only 20 minutes instead of 45 minutes. You know, they can build a big stadium there. They've got all the facilities and everything like that. They just need the go-ahead. They've got some really big backers in the club. Um, and, you know, and they'll get a fair few good players too. Like Cam Munster come out and said, is that right, that he wants to be involved Munster, with the, yeah. in the franchise Look, or was he taking a piss? Th- oh, no, do you know what I think? Like at, at the end of the day, as you, you know as well as I do, as soon as a new club arrives, then they get given concessions in terms of building yeah, yeah, a roster. Yeah. So I think Munster's gone, ching, I'm going to be the, yeah, I'm going to be the marquee player here. I will. I'd love to play for them. I'd love to play for the team that we don't even know the name of yet. They're my favourite. Yeah, Ipswich, Ipswich Rednecks, they're called. The, the, the Rednecks. <laughs> Ipswich is basically the Parramatta yeah. of Brisbane, isn't yeah, it? It's like Mount Druitt. It is. It's, it's like Mount Druitt. So, yeah, good. So he wants to play Druid's for the Mount better, Druitt I mean. Hurricanes. Yeah. yeah so like and... Ipswich Rednecks will be all right. I think we get Munster out there. Just a big red neck. That's sorry, it. Queensland fans. Not sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> just, just a jersey with a big red I neck. Only right? they, joking. they love Kansas. me. They love me. But, but they, 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 I think it's – I'm not sure. If I look at the game. I know we can develop front rowers, back rowers, wingers, centers, but it's the, it's the marquee positions, the seven and six. Half these guys, I mean, like for some of these low teams, their halves are just atrocious. Some of their half play, they're embarrassing. I mean, um, you know, who do you get up there? We're not, you know, Sam Walker's probably the next big thing. He's going to be at the Roosters for a while. But, like, who are we developing? Hopefully in the next couple of years, they're coming through SG Ball and and um, and Jersey Flag. But then we talked about that last last week. Like, their development, how much has that been stunted by yeah, COVID? Exactly. You know what I mean? So the, the marquee positions I worry about, and I think when you, you hear Billy Slater and Gal and a few other players saying, we don't have enough players. We do, but we don't have specialist players. You know, the halves and the four, you know, we're, the halves and the five eights and even the hookers, you know? So I just think that's what I worry about. Forwards, everyone wants to play in the forwards, lock, wingers, centers. Now we can, we can, we can get all that and fullbacks, but it's just the halves and they're the ones that win you, win your games, you know? So I don't think yeah. we're developing the halves. So, that's the only um, 
downfall of that. But you know what? If you've got Munster, there's your six. Yeah, and I think for, you know, if, if you look at the way the Titans came in, they, they had some success early. Yeah, um, Scotty Prince. Yeah, Scotty yeah, Prince. they had Scott Prince. They, they ended up signing Matt Rogers. They had, they had Preston Campbell. You know, they had some marquee yeah. players, mate. They had some really good players. And, like, I think, you Luke know. Luke Bailey. And, yeah, Luke Bailey. They had some really good players. You know, Birdie went up there. Like, Nate Miles ended up going up there. So, they ended up with a really good team. Mark Minicello. And they had a gun side. So, I just don't. Yeah, I just see. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what year, what, 2023 they're talking about? 2023. Yeah. So I think um, uh, Mum still be 27, well, 28, still in his prime. Well, I think he's still got a he's still got a season at Melbourne. So Bellamy, yeah, well, that's to, perfect, isn't it? I think he'd probably need to let him go. Which you know, I mean, look at the end of the day, if if, if Melbourne win the comp this year and next year, and then Munster wants to go and get a fifty billion dollar comp, I don't think they'll stand in his way. And he deserves but, every single cent he gets. He's back. I too. think he's very underpaid. I think he's very underpaid. If you're looking at guys, just you know. Um, these kids getting a million dollars, you know, with their contracts, you know, right now, like he deserves a million dollars if anyone does. Yeah. But I mean, at Melbourne, who, who give a million dollars? At Melbourne, he won't. Team. At Melbourne, at Melbourne, he, he wouldn't he take a million dollars because he wants to keep that, the nucleus together. But, um, you know, his next deal, you know, probably sign a three-year deal up there worth about four mil. And he deserves one, every cent. Yeah, he does. And one other thing, Will, is that... Basically, there's a whole big thing at the moment and there's, you know, anti-vaxxers and there's vaxxers and there's people that mm. believe in it, there's people that don't believe in it. Regardless of that, the NRL is a workplace. Um, so you've got a situation where the, the, the CEO has come out and said he wants NRL players vaccinated before they return at the end of the season next year. The Roosters have said that they're not going to let anyone who's not vaccinated come to the games. Um You've got... Is that fans? That's fans, yeah. 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 I, and, and look, I think there's a couple of blokes in that Roosters side that have that have sort of made comments, not necessarily full-blown comments, but yeah. they lean towards the anti-vax sort of, I guess, side of the world. And I don't know. Like, it, it can't be mandatory at this stage because you can't say to someone, go and do that. And, and probably, yeah. you know... At, from a workplace perspective, that's probably not going to change. So mm. what happens then in terms of governments who are trying to vaccinate people? What happens next year if you've got a two-tier system with some players vaccinated, some players not vaccinated, you've got bubbles, you've got blokes here? It, it's, it, it's starting to look messy already. Oh, very messy. It's going to be hard. I mean, like, like each to their own. I respect everybody's views. If you're anti-vaxxer, if you're pro-vaxxer, each to their own. I respect everybody's views. That's what I've always been like. Just don't put your shit agenda on me. That's about it. That's all I ask. You know, whatever I do is my business. Whatever you do is yours. I don't give a shit what you do. But at the moment now, you know, that's it's it's going to be a shit fight because there's going to be some players that don't want to get vaccinated. You know, and then there's going to be most, I think probably 80% will be vaccinated. What's the 20% yeah. do? Do they, do they go up? Uh, you know, they've got to stay an extra two weeks. You know, they, they, how do you play that next week? Like, there's, there's so many variables to go into this decision. Um, you know, you can't just say, just say you take off whatever New York's doing right now. They pretty much follow, you follow the blueprint over there. No sporting events, no fitness arenas, no restaurants. Can't pretty much go anywhere. So these anti-vaxxers, that's what's pretty much going to happen in Australia, I reckon, in the next probably six to 10 months. Yeah, What do sure. you do? You just stay at home and then what do you, do you think the club's going to charter you a plane 
up there just with there's three of you. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> going to get you up, going to fly you up there because you, you know what I mean? Like, this is the positions that the government's going to put us in. You know what I mean? They're going to, okay, we've got three three guys that aren't getting vaxxed. You think they're going to charter you a, a flight from Melbourne to Brisbane, just, just three of you or four of you, and then wait and then get you back? Like, there's a lot of logistics involved here and a lot of fucking around, and I don't think clubs will deal with it. And the issue as well, when you think about it, so at the moment, the NRL and Volandis especially has got really good relationships with government and yeah. they've managed to, to to keep the comp going. So Queensland shuts down, New South Wales shut down, blah, blah, blah. Queensland, yeah, we'll take you all. You put you in the bubbles, blah, blah, blah. If you've got, I'm not saying you will, but if you've got a high profile NRL player come out and go, you know what, I'm not getting vaccinated, which is going directly against the health advice that's coming out of both the federal and state governments. That's going to definitely damage the relationship between the NRL and mm. the government. And well, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, it's. Well, then hopefully, can... hopefully by like, um, you know, February next year, there's no quarantine. Do you know what I mean? Like, you won't have to quarantine for 14 days after the game. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, do you know what I'm saying? So it could be back yeah, to yeah, some yeah. sort of nor- normality, what it was just, you know, the first 10 rounds. But that kind like of that. depends. Then, but that depends on vaccination rates again. So mm, you, you know, I mean, if you've got pro- someone, you know, they're going to have eighty. Just say they're trying to get eighty percent of the vaxxers done. Is that right? That's their goal. I mean, like they probably they probably will. They're get saying that. seventy now, but hey, look, mate. I look my my experience Each to their own. is I just, that I respect everybody. I respect everyone's struggle. views, and I think they hundred percent they will struggle. Everyone's got their own views. I respect everybody's views. So if you if you want to be anti-vax, do that. Just understand. The, the repercussions and the consequences yeah. to your actions. Just be aware that you're not going to get a free ride and just go, you know, everything's the red carpet's going to be rolled out for you. They'll make it yeah. as difficult as they can. So just understand 100%. all that. You know what I mean? That's all you need to understand. I I totally I don't do disagree with your views or anyone this. I'm speaking broadly. Whatever you do, it's up to you. Whatever you whatever you do for your family, everything like fair enough. That's on you. But understand there's a the flip side. Understand that Peter Volandis hates you, hates you a lot. With a passion. Very much. With a passion. <laughs> and he's a very powerful man. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you who probably, I've just gone through, we've, we've been talking about um, the season that's been and, and, and sort of we, we've already written off a couple of sides. This one. A couple. A couple. <laughs> we've, well, we've written off. We've, we've done a season sides. review for, yeah, I know. Well. Yeah, but for us, we're going through it one by one. We're coming to the West Tigers this this yeah. week. So good, good documentary. That's about it. It's a good documentary. You know what? How did they lose last week? How did they? I just their 50, seasons on the 50, line by fifty. Seasons on the line. Maguire would want to strangle a chicken or something like that. I reckon he would just strangle it and then shit it. He'd shit a chicken. Not that was one of your chicken. best I'm tricks. joking. Peter, Peter, don't don't ring me up. Don't Peter shit Volandis. a chicken. Peter Volandis. Look, I, 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 look at, I look at the way the Tigers have performed this year has been yeah. so unbelievably difficult um, because... Well, they've got Oliver Gildard and Jackson Hastings, so they're going to make the top eight next year. So end of, end of that, let's go to the next one. <laughs> yeah, they bought well, haven't oh, they? Sorry. Sorry, you go, 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 go. <laughs> Gee, that You're well, the host, sorry. No, you know what? I look at, but that's that's the point. Like, if this is a team, and this is being 100% fair income, if this is a team that has only won eight games and lost 14, 
with the same playing group, and then you add in Oliver Gildart. Look, Jackson Hastings been killing it over there, but that's not Different their levels, problem. mate. That's not their problem. What, like the positions that he can play, that is not the problem that the West Tigers have. So next year's worse. What is the problem with West Tigers? If you look at them week in, week out, what do you what what is one word that can describe them? Erratic is how I would describe the West Tigers. When, when they look good, inconsistent. I want inconsistent, which which sucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's just, and that's all players try and get, and that's what coaches try and install in players is consistency. Wayne Bennett, Wayne Bennett's big on this. I always bring him up because he's the greatest coach of all time. But it's consistency on the field and off the field. Everything off the field. You know what I mean? Like, and that's why I think a lot of these players haven't really dealt with all the kind of, you know, the COVID and stuff like that, because it's a lot of distractions. You know what I mean? So, and that's up to the coach to keep you on that straight and narrow line. And um, how long, how long will, honestly, like we talk coach or culture, how long can this club blame a coach? They've sacked about 75 coaches since Tim Sheens. Mick Potter got the arse. I can't remember all the coaches. Jason Jason Taylor. Taylor. Bring Jason Taylor Um, back. No. Him and Robbie Farrell would be good, like a good coach, I reckon. Assistant coach mm-hmm. and head coach. Good match. Just a really <laughs> just synergy. If we talk about synergy, gel. just bang. Yeah, just bang. Just gel. Just Thick, straight go. away. Oh, Imagine fixed. the meetings. Fix. You just fix the West Tigers. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, what, how, how you, gonna, you sack Michael Maguire and then you get who? Like, let them coach themselves. Bring back captain I coaches. I just don't think you should sack Maguire. It's this. It's, it's, that's that's it an easy option. His fault. It can't no. be his fault because they're not, just not shit all of it all the time. Their key players, you know, Brooks has got a lot. He's got a lot of responsibility there. Like, I mean, the the ball. I thought Joey Leilua would have been outstanding this year, but he seems Joey Leilua relates, and he the, the coaches that are the best. So yeah, Ricky Stewart and Wayne Bennett got the best out of him. So then you've been like, you know, is is Madge getting the best out of him? Is Madge getting the best out of his players? It seems to me that he's a really good coach. But maybe that was where sort of blinded by the fact that he got South a premiership. With some of the South best players team. of all time. Go through yeah. that South team. Go yeah. through it. I don't think you really have to do that much coaching. You know what I mean? Just you know, well, just just be that man manager. And I know he wrote, he rode those guys pretty hard. If I speak to all those old school South players, they, they reckon it was hard, but they got that premiership. So it all seems worth it. If they had not have got that that premiership, they would have been bagging the shit out of him. That's what happens. Yeah. When you win a premiership, it all goes, all goes away. So, I mean, I think he's got he's got the right he's got the right attitude. I'm not sure if the right teams around him. I'm not sure if the board supports him. I'm not sure who's the assistant coaches he's got there because they're very important to the to that whole team. Because the head coach is just the manager, the management, managing the egos, getting the best out of that play for 80 minutes, managing, you know, trying to see if his life's all good off the field. Caring about players. That's the difference between these good coaches and then the mediocre coaches. You know, like, so it might, it's definitely got something to do because he's had that same playing group for what, three years now? And they're just, yeah, not, something like They're not, um, they're not giving him anything. He'd be doing no. his head in because I know Madge is a, he's a smart coach. He just, and it's like, does he have the cattle there? Yes and no. You know, you've got no game breakers there. You've got no freaks. You know, you hardly what, have they got any origin players? No, uh, often, often Gowie 
bench, you know. But he's, you know, you know like he, he can only do his job. Like he's not going to no, win he's a front all of, these games. You put you yeah. put you put Big Joe in a in a decent side. He's going to do the job for any side at any level. He's just a decent yeah. footballer. But you put him in an average side, he's not going to be your best player. No. You know what I mean? He just he just does what he does. Yeah. So I, think I actually feel I think it's the culture of, any, of the club. Out of any players this year, I feel sorry for Adam Dewey because he puts in and he's he he creates all of their attack. And I don't know. It's it's hard when you look at a side that's that going that bad with players yeah. and you can see how much it means yeah. to them. And Luciano Leilua, he's had a big... Yeah, year. he's been he's great. He's been their best player. Him and Adam yeah. Dewey. Um, yeah, but, yeah. I don't know. It's just very inconsistent. You know, sometimes in like, just say for 25 minutes, 30 minutes, they look like they can blow any side off. Yeah. And then it's like 40 minutes later, it's 50 to 20. Yeah. <laughs> Against... You know, and, that, yeah. and, that, and that says... That, that's that's pretty much wraps their season up. Game on... Season on the line. you still got... you got one more game. You win this. You're in for a run. Mathematically, they can still make it if a lot of bullshit things happen. But then you get put fifty on you. That's just pretty much like fuck it. Let's it's over. We're in done. a make or in a make or break game mm. against a side that's been going not that well so, to get flogged yeah. like that was, and especially they ruined my bet. I'm not talking about, you know, well, like I'm you not just this, ring up the Tigers. I'm not. Like <laughs> that's else what I'm, I'm not sending huh? any. I'm not sending any racially abusive. Racially I'm going to racially abuse everyone. Hey, yeah. that's the standard stuff. I'm going to racially abuse Zach Sini for his mullet. Zach Sini's uh, well, not you, resigned. You've got to resign that kid just for his name. Just, just for his haircut. So, and his mates in the stand. So, I'll tell you what else has been inconsistent, William, is our betting. So, oh, thank you someone. to bettingsite.com.au. Harold? Betty Harold. It's not the best entrance to be told we're inconsistent, but sometimes we're I guess. It's fair, yeah, exactly. It is fair, mate. How's your week been? How's fatherhood treating you? Yeah, how is it? Mate? Look, it's pretty hectic. I got a poo explosion on the change table last night, so that was fun to deal with at one thirty in the morning. But look, oh, it's all good fun. It's all good fun. The number threes, they're yeah, just yeah. awful. Yeah, no, it, was, it went everywhere. Excellent. Uh, so <laughs> excellent, excellent. <laughs> now, mate, last week my bet got blown up by the Tigers, which I don't want to talk about. Uh, I've just, I've just, I've vented my spleen about the Tigers just before. Everyone else got pretty close, so Will Hayes Dunster, out. Hayes Dunster killed me. He didn't get mm. any time try score. It's not so a very real name. Expect, expect a letter, Hayes. Angry oh. letter. And, <laughs> I'm going to write a letter. There's no Instagram. That's how angry I am. That's really how angry I am. I'm not, I'm not sliding into your DMs. I'm writing you a letter. <laughs> I think the producer just missed by one. I think you missed by one, Harold. Yeah, yeah. look. I, We've been unlucky. Look, for some reason, Matt Burton and Alex Johnson have about 38 tries between them this year, and I had them both in a multi last week, and neither of them crossed. So I didn't go so great. Yeah, I took a photo. Oh, okay. I'm not going to lie. I, I uh, <laughs> Yeah, I actually don't. I don't normally feel depressed about betting because normally we're pretty good at it. But I, I just, I don't know. I just need us to win one to get back, get our mojo back. So on behalf of all of our listeners, on behalf of all of the people that listen to the show and on behalf of all the kids that are going to get money out of this, I'd just like to present my bet, which is 100% guaranteed to win. 
Here you go. You're welcome. Whatever. More like investors. The Roosters with 12 and a half start. Look at you already sighing. I can, you know, body language is atrocious, Harry. Uh, Dragons to cover the line <laughs> and Storm 13 plus, which I can see you will like because you've already backed it yourself as well. So tell me why the Roosters won't cover or won't get the 12 and a half. Oh, okay. The only, that's the only leg I, I'm a little bit iffy on in your bet. I just fear their last two games against South, they they showed earlier in the year they had some kind of like PTSD. They just showed up and had the yips against South big time. It was probably their worst performance of the year by a long way. Um, that's my concern. Uh, and South coming off that loss where Reynolds and Cody Walker had a little bit of criticism, probably unfairly. Um, yeah, that, that'll that be a really big effort if if uh, if the Roosters can uh, cover the line. But your other two legs. Yeah, sweet. that'll be big. Absolutely sweet. What, well, what, what price am I getting for that? And what price would I get if we took the Roosters out? Because <laughs> I'm going to have that. Dollar. I'm going to have that side bet. Yeah. Side bet. <laughs> Look, See, Ian, Ian wins on the side. Yeah, Ladbrokes come in with $5.05. So you're going to get a I'll handy, take it. Yeah, no, you'll get a handy little return. Absolutely. Hmm. William, what do we got? What is mine? Uh, I'm going to take Parramatta on the line, 22 and a half. Um, Cronulla head-to-head versus the Broncos. Uh, Warriors and the Raiders under 49 and a half. And Alex Johnson has to be any time try scorer. That's a given. Love it, Willie. That's it. This is I've got to be close. I've got to get it. Come on. This is, this is a cracking bet. Warriors and Raiders is definitely going under that points line. Mm. There, there's no way. Like, yeah, Raiders limited in attack at the moment. Warriors, a little bit the same. Uh, Alex Johnson didn't get a try last week, but, I mean, his strike rate is just too good to, like, mm. this is one week. He's getting on the bus the next week. And the Sharks, look, they're still alive. They're still alive. So I'd like them to get the win over Brisbane. And the 22-and-a-half start, uh, the Storm haven't been covering the line in the last five or six weeks as comfortably as everyone sort of got mm. because they went like 14 games in a row where they covered. 30-plus yeah. or 40, wouldn't they? Yeah, they, yeah, they were covering 20, 25-point lines mm. quite comfortably. So that is definitely in play. And Ladbrokes have got on board with you as well at $8.39. I reckon that's a cracker. I reckon, right, I reckon that's a cracker of the bet. A lot of thought so, into it. So, yeah, you always put a lot of thought into these bets, will it, mate? Yeah, it really is. And the way the way that you read them out now is is actually almost accurate. So, well done on that. Uh, look, I think that if you're looking at it from a betting perspective, and obviously from bettingsite.com.au, you do look at it from a betting perspective. When is the last time at this stage of the season? The side coming first played the side coming fifth or sixth, and there was a line of 22 and a half, and one side was a dollar oh seven. No, I mean, that is just it's phenomenal. Her, it's, yeah, it's unheard of. Um, it's it's probably a symptom of what the 2021 season has been. It's been big score lines. It's like it, 
is that good for the long-term health of the sport? I don't know. I don't, th- in my personal opinion, I don't think so. But mm-hmm. when you're two weeks out from finals and you've got two teams, who could meet in the finals game, depending yeah. on the results, yeah. where one team's given a $9 chance at, and the other's a dollar seven. Surely. $9. That's, wow. that's not good. I'm taking the, the $9 because anything can happen. I'm taking the $9 because that that's a lot of money. Something's wrong because it is a salary-capped league. Like this is not the English Premier League. This is a salary cap mm. league. So, so something's something's not working. Wrong. Nothing's working. Yeah. Just open the cap, free for all, like the Bulldogs in 02. No cap. Yeah. Nothing. Um. All right. So, the producer has gone back to AFL. It looks like, and uh, this is a sport <sighs> that he claims to know a lot about. He was he on fire has- last year. Well, last year's the last. That's a long time. Oh, you're going to say win. that. It's a long you're time. You're as good as your last game. Well, well, you're, well, you're a, if he was only as good as his last 27 games, he'd be shit yeah. out. So, we've got the Geelong Wombats playing against the Western Melbourne seriously? Swans. Oh, I thought, I thought you were against Geelong the Wombats the Melbourne Emus <laughs> and someone called Essendon. So, I don't know what any of that means. You might be oh, able yeah. to explain it. Okay, so Geelong. The Swans and the Melbourne Demons all favoured to win their first round semi final games. Now, AFL and NRL both use the McIntyre system, and routinely there is always like a week one system. upset. There is always a week one upset. He is picking Essendon to be that one week one upset. Now, a little known fact Essendon haven't won a finals game in 17 years. So that's where the big value is coming in on this bet. $14.84 at sports bet. So three favourites. Three favourites. What? And an outsider. Yeah, that is massive. I mean, he yeah, won't I mean, win, but it's, you know, it's... Yeah, but the thing is, well, crack. Essendon, three weeks ago, they played the Western Bulldogs and won, and their team they're playing this week is the Western Bulldogs. Can they do it again? No. Unless they fill themselves up with a bit of Stephen Dank special. Now, Harry, what have you uh, what have you got this week? Look, I, I could I could be done by ten o'clock tomorrow evening. Just putting it out there. So I've taken the Knights just straight up in a head to head bet. That feels like a toss of the coin game. Uh, I've taken Souths at the twelve and a half start with the uh, or with the twelve and a half handicap. Yeah, so we're in direct competition, Ian. I'm sorry. That's um, all right. South, I've got Storm at 13 plus, and you've just been absolutely laying into the Tigers, and I'm laying into them as well. I'm taking the Panthers with the 28 and a half point head start to get there. <laughs> 28 and a half. That may as well be a figure of points. That's so many points. The disrespect, Harry. Oh, Come on, man. We're only joking. We're joking. You're <laughs> yeah. serious. Sorry. Why do you hate the Tigers so much, Harry? Sorry. Sorry to imagine his family. Oh, yeah. get, on, get on his Twitter. Tell him what you think, Tigers fans. $9 what a price have you got? $9.85 at Ladbrokes. Oh, wow. That's a good bet, too. And let me tell you, you wrote it. You wrote an article um, about the Knights and about how uh, the coach there is copying a fair bit of grief and the, the fact that he's done a real good job. And I, man, it was a well written article. And, and I think if people people should have a look at it because uh, I think it was. You think good it's stuff, well deserved? Mate. You think it's well deserved, Harry? The grief that he's copping? Um. Well, it's weird. Like, 
I mean, they're fifteenth in attack with Ponga. Like that's that's obviously that's that's a bit of a problem. But when they get into the grind, they've been pretty successful. Like, which I mean, twenty twenty one season has not been about grinding defensive football, but that's been the recipe for success for them. Um, and to make the eight in a sixteen team league, you've just got to beat the teams around you, which he yeah. has done. So. What's the next step in their evolution? Can they keep all of their best players on the field at once and build some continuity? Like, yeah. for once, can they get an injury-free run? Like, that's, you yeah. know, yeah. The injuries thing has been a big handicap for them, and he's debuted young guys along the way. I, th- I think it's a little bit over the top. I'll give you one more year up there. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. And then they can bring in Anthony Seabold, and then they can go from seventh to last. Can you come worse than last? Because that's what Seabold coaching bring in. All right. Well, thank you, Harry. Bettingsite.com.au once again has provided us with uh, four wonderful bets that will probably not get up. We've actually started our first um, call out for all the clubs to get involved. We've already had an entry um, from a bloke, I think, in Toowoomba. We'll actually... Um, we'll go into that a bit later next week because it only just came through today. But thank you so much to whoever's already entered. Um, I think it was a big boy, uh, young kid having a hit up. Mm. So yeah. he's in front. So good on him. And uh, right. make sure you get involved because there's about four grand so far. After this week, there'll be 20 grand. Harry, well done, mate. Go back and thanks, play. Harry. Look, thanks, Harry. Well thanks, guys. Mate. If you're going to bet right, do it at betting site. Nice one. We definitely will. All right. But we will gamble responsibly while we're doing it. Definitely that. responsibly. I'm, I've been gambling very responsibly. I haven't been losing that and much money. No. Well, we've been losing betting sites money. But, you know, yeah. they give us more. So if you gamble responsibly, if someone else is giving you money. Hi, Tiana from The Green Room Podcast here. Join me with an exclusive backstage pass featuring in-depth conversations and a bunch of personal and crazy stories from around the world. With some of the biggest names in music, film, comedy and everything in between, these definitely aren't your average interviews. Come join me in The Green Room. Presented by The Handshake Agency, check it out at thepodcast.com.au. Uh... (laughs) All right, William, let's uh, let's move right into my yep. favourite and your favourite time of the week. It's the big boys. Ooh, nice. Nice. Willie's big boy. Big boys again. They were at it. They were at it big time on the weekend. It's hard. It's very hard to pick them every single week. And... Um, my, my, my three this week, sorry, let me get back to it. I'm going to go from the first one. My first one is, for one point, Joseph Topine. I thought he played outstanding. He was an absolute beast. He's been playing in the front row at the moment. So um, I think he's been moving from lock forward to front row because I, don't, I think they lost a few, a few players there. But I'm going to check out his stats a little bit. And it was against Manly too, because Manly, uh, Manly ended up winning that game, but Canberra were right in it. I think it was something like 18 touches, close to 200 metres, at least 35 involvements in defence. And um, he's just an animal with the ball. He's just so strong. I played a couple of years with him at Newcastle when he was a young junior there. And we always knew he was going to be a superstar. Um, but he was, uh, he was outstanding. He, you know, and Manly, even though they haven't got really, really big names in their pack, 
they've got some great defenders. Jake Chaboyevic, you know what I mean? Like he's probably the best defender in the game. Him and him and Cameron Murray. Two points, Payne Haas. Like that dude's just an animal. You know what I mean? Like he just doesn't stop. Um, who they play against? They played against the Warriors. I always look Warriors. at as I, said to, as I said to everyone, I always look at the team who they're playing and who he's, who's up against Fanua Blake and that uh I think Brown, the young kid Brown. You know what I mean? It's a formidable middle. I don't care what they're coming, the Warriors are coming. If they're coming last or first, they're forwards, you're in for a rough, a rough night. Well over 200 metres. Um, 35 tackles. You know what I mean? Like he's 61 minutes. You know what I mean? The stats that he's putting up. And if he wins this, I don't think, I don't, <laughs> he lives in Brisbane, so he's going to have to come back down. We'll have to give it to someone else. Do you know what? I, we haven't spoken to the producer about this, but Bondi yeah. Tony's. Do you know what? He can he can have his name on the board, and then we'll eat his food. Yeah, it's fair. And the last my three points is Isaiah Young. I thought he was outstanding. And playing against Souths, I know Souths haven't got the really big names, but they work really hard. Anyone who's coached by Wayne Bennett, the forwards work hard. You got Tatola Burgess. You got uh, Cam Murray who blocks the middle up good. You got Tatola there. He played, I think, something like trying to get his stats up here. And I don't really go too much on stats, but um, it was something like, you know, 80, min- 80 minutes. You know what I mean? 18 hit ups, 166 tackles. I mean, 166 meters, 40 tackles. Like, mm. it just doesn't stop. And I thought that was the battle of the locks. And I thought that, and, and Cam Murray was, was very close. Cam Murray didn't get as many metres. He still plays massive. Uh, the amount of clean-up work that he does in the middle. But Isaiah Yo, the minutes that he's putting up and the quality football, and he doesn't stop. The reason why, and he hasn't even got Fisher Harrison in his pack. He's just picked up that weight. He's getting, what he does with the ball, like he's like, he's like, he's like a halfback in the middle. He takes so much pressure off Cleary and Lua. He runs the plays himself. He's, he's hitting the guys out the back. He's hitting the front guy. He's turning blokes underneath. So he's a lot of diversion in that ruck. So three points to him because I thought he was outstanding. So they're my big boys for the week. Um, it's going to be tight. It's going to be tight at the end because Fisher Harris got two more two more games to go. So what's what's the what's the um, leaderboard like? Well, I think is there three games to go now or two? Two, two. Uh, this is oh, next week. Well, you've got. So you've got Payne Haas on 21. You've got Fisher Harris on 17. And he's missed a couple of weeks. So, you know, he is really – he is well, one he of the three and big three, boys of the year. Yeah. And Junior Paulo is on 13. This is like the Dally M's now, Will, where you're sitting there and you're doing it's the way more important. On I'm way probably more not important. As, I'm probably not as drunk as most people at Dally M's, except for the players that are still playing. But the best. if I'm doing the maths – uh, Payne Haas is definitely in the box seat. And for those who are listening for the first time or for those who don't remember, Young Henry's will be providing a case a week to the winner, which is outstanding news for them and also for their coaches. And they Bondi Tonys, which is a Bondi institution, um, will be providing us, if Payne Haas wins, with a burger a week, which Will and I will share and yeah. take a photo of and send to Payne Haas. Yep. So, so come on, Fisher Harris. Come on, mate. <laughs> you're, in, you're in Sydney, <laughs> at least. So thanks again yeah. to young, young Henry's. Thanks again to Bondi Tony's. And thanks to Willie. And thanks yeah. to big boys.
Well, let's just have a quick uh, review preview of – well, not review, but let's – this week's games, there's a couple of games that stink and there's a couple of games that are actually fairly tight. Um, mm. The Knights-Titans game is important. We've always said for the last few weeks that the important part is who's going to make the eight. Yeah. This is a game that has a genuine impact on the eight because the Titans will struggle. If they lose this game, um, you know, and the Sharks win, then they're probably in yeah. strife. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, the Knights need to really, like, just get on a bit of a run if they want to cause some trouble in the semifinals. Um, they seem to find, find a little bit of form lately. You know, they need to put, they need to put it to the Titans and really yeah. win convincingly. And the Titans will be out there to win as well because they think they're still got a hope. Um, I don't know. The Knights should win. What, what do you reckon about Fafita on the bench? Because, I mean, he, they've been doing this for a while. They started him last week, didn't they? No, he was on the bench again, I think. Was he? Sure? Or did he? No. I'll, did I'll they check. start him? Yeah, just keep talking. Um, yeah, because I, I look at it now and, and, and they've, he's genuinely on the bench again this week. I just don't get it. Like, it's... I feel like they've taken his mojo away a little bit. If he did start last week... No, he, start, he started last week. He started, he started last, last week. week. He did um, seven. Did seven he play touches, 80? 60. Yep, seven touches, sixty-one meters. Well, how does he only get seven misses? How does he get seven touches in a game? It's the coaches, and it's up to him. As if, if if you're a coach, you're telling him the simplest way to get back into games and get back into form, and you're a destructive player. Twenty hit ups, twenty tackles. That's get all the I ball want in your hand. Get, get the, the ball, ball in, in your hand. hands. So obviously he's not listening to his coaches or they're not telling him what to do. They're telling him to sit down on an edge and just wait for the ball. He's got to take the, he needs to grab the game and take it to the game. The game will just go. You know what I mean? It'll, the time will tick over and the next minute he's not getting the ball. He needs to get in the middle. He doesn't have to, you can't get it too pass all the time on your left edge and the pretty ball and everything that he was doing at the start of the year. Because people start game planning for you because it, Coaches start game planning for you. Two pass, everyone stumps from the inside, comes in, hits his legs, hits his upper body, all that kind of stuff. You've got to put him in the middle so we can attack everywhere. You can't do it. I look at the coaches, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, Jim Dimmick should know better than that. Jim Dimmick's a great player. He's a great ball player. Like, feet is not a ball player, but, like, I want him attacking both sides of the ruck. But if I you're... Can't understand it. Looking at... Looking at certain, but certain players will. That they Certain players handle criticism and certain players don't so if you're David Feeder and you're literally the marquee player you're the, you know you're a million dollar man and you start off the season you've scored more tries and you're damaging and everyone's going what about David Feeder and then all of a sudden you're starting on the bench there are some people that that would affect they would say I'm not going so well I'm not doing as you know and, and it affects him and he played last week like it looked like he wasn't with the confidence that he'd had for the that's last. up to the coach, and that's up to coach. That's up to the coaches to know their personnel, their personnel. Do you know what I mean? Like he needs to know David Feeder, what sort of person he is, how he reacts to criticism, how he reacts to getting dropped to the bench. You know what I mean? Like he's probably never been off the bench his whole career, his yeah. whole juniors, everything. I mean, he probably, I mean, like just especially when he was young, he come off the bench at, at Brisbane at the start, and then he just went bang. He's a starter. He's a starter in our game. You can't sit him on the bench for 20 minutes and see how the game goes and hopefully it's softened up a little bit. The game doesn't soften up anymore. It's brutal from the first minute to the 80th minute. He needs to be out there for 65 minutes, I reckon, 65, 70 minutes. He needs to rest just before halftime and then just and then just after halftime, he finishes the game. 
Yeah. I don't understand it. What Are they looking at analytics? Are they looking at his line breaks and his tackle butts and all this sort of shit? Look at what the kid does with the ball. The most destructive ball runner in the game. Mm. And you leave him on an edge. And because the Titans aren't playing football where they're always in a dominant position, they're always finishing that top, that side of the 40. And then they've got or that's just closer to their 30. Winger, winger. And if it keeps going right, he's not getting the ball. Yeah. You know what I mean? So then they only come back to the middle for another front row to hit that up. So they go the left winger and then the fullback and then a two-pass shift and then go back to the middle. And then you don't get a long shift to that left because they're only they're only probably just past the halfway. Then it's an attacking kick. That's what happens. Therefore, out of that set again. And that might happen for 20 minutes. Do you know what I mean? And that's how you can get that's how you can get you can actually get him out of the game if you're if you're a good side. And that's but I think the, if he, sorry, the, but but if he had free reign to do whatever he wanted to, he gets the ball every set or every you know what I mean? Like he gets an involvement every set. But you sit him on that edge, hey, hug that numbers line, don't you come inside that, he'll listen. Yeah, I think I think he probably this is gonna be an important game for him. The other game that's important, not just because it's our finals game and it's two of the top sides, but the Roosters Rabbitohs game is always mm. I mean it's 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 probably the game. It's it's I mean look I grew up playing for East Juniors and that sort of thing. So it's always that East South thing, all my mates that support South, you know, it, it, it's a real thing. And it it starts early in the week and everyone builds it up and it's always fun to watch, isn't it? I yeah. think it's great, it's great to play it and it's just they should win. I mean, they went through the whole, uh, how many starters are out for the Roosters? It's a whole team. It is a yeah. whole team from one to 13. They've got 13 players out that could be starting in that side. So mm. that's massive. And, you know, if the, it'll be a battle because of the hatred between the clubs. And the Roosters will be looking, I mean, South will be looking to do what they did last year, put 60 on them. Mm. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, it's up, to the, it's up to the Roosters to fight back, show some spirit, and they have all year. It's not like they're out of the eight. They're still going to have a, they're going to have a shot and they'll, they'll give it their best shot. I just think that, you know, Souths have too much class and they'll be filthy from last week because everyone starts questioning them. Hey, are they good enough? Can they play against a good side? Penrith, are they going to blow up? Are they, are they, are they undisciplined? Are they this and that? All these questions started popping up this week. Got to rectify that shit. And everyone who has ever questioned James Tedesco standing in the game should just watch the last two shut games. Up. They should shut up. Because the bloke is probably, I mean, Trebojevic is on a certain level, but Tedesco is just the most phenomenal, complete footballer I think I've seen in a long time. So just enjoy watching legends. him. You know, no. bag legends, ever. Uh, all right, well, let's go through the tips here. William, have you got your tips handy? Mm, yes, I do. I think I went. Yeah, I did. Uh, so Knights, Canberra, Roosters, St. George, Broncos, Storm, Manly, Penrith. But I backed Sharks in my bet. <laughs> I, I actually, I felt sick. I saw who you tipped and I've actually tipped the Rabbitohs. So I've gone the Knights, the Raiders, the Rabbits, the Dragons, the Sharks. The Storm, I just thought I'd go Manly. for the Roosters because like, you don't know what can happen in this game. They should win, but who knows? Yeah, South might be down in confidence. I've taken, I've taken head over heart. It's sickening. You have. I watched. The only reason why I did go there is because you went the other way. <laughs> is it? No, you went yeah. first. I think. Or did no? Did I put mine in first? No, I watched. I probably put mine in. Uh, all right. Well, that concludes 
the episode number, what was it? 25 of the Take with Willie and Ian. Thank you again to Betting Site. Thank you again to Young Henry's and Bondi Tony's. Thank Bondi you to Tony's. Yamaha. Where are your Yamaha headphones? Where are yours? Up there. I still can't put them on my ears. Wait till we get into the studio. I think we might be back in the studio next week or the week after. So I'm sorry. They are studio quality, not bedroom quality. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm a cancer survivor. William, where's my daffodil? Can't put it on my ear still. In the mail. Still stitches. Uh, Thanks again to everyone for listening. Make sure you rate. Review, review, rate and review, and Give subscribe. Give us some comments. Give us a little bit of feedback. Yeah, feedback us. Positive, negative, most. But if positive. it's negative, you're getting blocked. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Not with me. Just come in. I'm. I like, no, expect, any attention expect, is good attention. Expect me to attack you back and then block you. And expect that if you send in a good uh, clip for the bettingsite.com sort of prize, yes. we're up to four grand. Make sure you do that because. Um, we just we love that we can give something away to clubs, and it's something. Yeah, we that, got a video. We got a video today from the young kid. Yeah, we did. did you see that? So, yeah, well, we'll we definitely um, had a look at that. So he's uh, hey, he's he could be in the Willie's Big Boys in about fifteen years. Yeah, well, we'll we'll go through all that. Kids. We'll go through Send all that. In. So that's 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 what we want to see. We all want to see that. It doesn't matter, obviously, with COVID rules and all these restrictions and everything like. If you could, if you if you've filmed. You know, uh, your boy's best try, try celebration while they're playing all year. I think they've got about 10 or 12 games in this year. So if they did something fantastic, send it in. Or if you can blindside your dad or your brother, do it. Just Punch around the dad. legs. No head highs. No head highs. You know? Punch your dad right in the agates. Shoulder. Shoulder. Shoulder down. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, again. We'll see you next week. Appreciate it, guys. I'll be following Willie more and more. You've been listening to The Take with Willie Mason and co-host Ian Byrne. Produced by Craig Trewick, recorded and engineered by Zig Parker of Green Room Sydney, and presented by the Handshake Media Network.